Episode 20. We did it, guys. Episode 20. You know, when I first started the show, I thought I might have two episodes or zero episodes. So to reach 20 episodes, I mean, to have both the numbers come together to create 20. Wow. Hey, uh, I could not be happier. And thank you so much for uh, for tuning in and for all the uh, the nice tweets and emails and messages. I really deeply appreciate it. Okay, so episode 20, uh, my lunch with April Richardson and Chip Pope. Uh, April Richardson is a hilarious comedian in addition to appearing on Chelsea Lately. She's a regular on the Roundtable panel. She's also a producer and a writer. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Ape, A-P-E-Y, or her website, April Richardson, spelled like it sounds. And for the record, April Richardson sounds like this. And it is worldwide, and so it was an Israeli dude who's obsessed with My Little Pony and wow. makes techno music only about My Little Pony. Oh well, that's right. So you're saying a ladies man. <laughs> a real ladies I mean, man, right. But no, but then they showed him, he went to a Brody convention here in the States and was like a super, like people were asking for autographs. Like, oh my God, is DJ Brody or whatever. Wow. I'm not embarrassed to admit I was one of those autograph seekers. Uh, my other guest is Chip Pope. Uh, Chip, you have seen him on uh, Last Comic Standing on NBC. He was also on Premium Blend on Comedy Central. He's also a, uh, a incredibly prolific writer and a hilarious guy. He he wrote for Beavis and Butthead, uh, the Ellen DeGeneres Show, and a bunch of other things, including but not limited to the iconic. Austin Stories on MTV, early MTV. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Chip Pope. And the real Chip Pope sounds like this. Did Seal's Falcon land on his hand? Because I was before the internet, I heard that, that his face got all scarred up because he's a Falcon yes. trainer. No, he has lupus. I know, but I, but I no. remember before the internet, that was when rumors could still go around. I was like, oh yeah, because he trains wild birds. I'd never heard that rumor, but it makes perfect sense. Uh, my friends, it is the Grabbing Lunch podcast. You can go to grabbinglunch.com to see pictures of my guests, catch previous episodes, uh, sign up for the email list, follow it on Twitter at Grabbing Lunch, like it on Facebook, or you could just go to my website, the person whose voice you're listening to right now. It's Matt Knudsen, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N. MattKnutson.com for all things Knuts. Okay, so with that, uh, here is episode 20 of the Grabbing Lunch podcast, My Lunch with April Richardson and Chip Pope at the Panini Cafe in Hollywood. Let's eat. 
literally pressed off and then like ran out of. No. Yeah, they were late and they were recording my thing. Right. No, no. Sit wherever you like. Hang out. Sorry. How is Chip doing availing his contempt? I'm sure he's pissed. I don't care though. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, yeah they, they were a little bit late, and then I felt bad because at the end of mine, you know, I was like, yeah, 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 like, I felt like I was rushing them, right. and then I felt bad. So. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. You don't feel that bad. It's okay. I was in the middle of recording something, dude. Right. I couldn't just I go shut up now. creating content. Yeah. It was happening. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying it's your fault that you're late for something. I'm not saying that at all. Anyway. That, that was scheduled by someone else. I'm not saying it's bad that you're late for a podcast because you were doing your own podcast. Right. That the, my which guests is were clearly late. more important. Right. Exactly. So the bitches. It's ag. All good, buddy. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. I'm no, sorry no. to you. No. Exactly. I, don't care at all. Yeah. I have exactly something it. tonight at 8 p.m. It is now. 3 p.m. Okay. I, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably just mad because breakfast is only until 3 p.m. Right. <laughs> until when? 3 p.m. Uh, might be able to get it in. Might be able to get it in. He's picking that up. Um, I'll just have iced tea. Iced tea? Yeah. Can I get a, a Coke, please? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You guys can go ahead and order. Don't wait on me. Oh, no, no, no. It's, I haven't even really looked at the menu. We're saying it's nice and if you go to the Panini Cafe, you feel like you got to Doughboy's like yeah. super full. Madness. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. On Sundays there is usually way. Yeah, when I, when I saw like St. Patrick's Day. There's, there's that too, too. I guess. Yeah. Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. I saw a bunch Day. of people at like the Hudson or just places like, where Like already people celebrating it? Yeah. Because what are they going to the do? Weekend. Do it on Monday? Right. I guess yeah, that too. Right. Well, they're going to do that too. We call them... Yeah. <laughs> if you go to Tom Bergen's on Fairfax, there's a giant, like, there's, it's probably 20 feet tall, like a, a Guinness, a oh. blow up Guinness, like an inflatable thing. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah. place is an Irish pub yeah. or whatever, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. They're going crazy. Oh, she oh, took over, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think anyone who, like, uses that as an excuse to, like, go off and right. play, like, eh, I, you're probably gonna party anyways. Yeah. So. You can do it anytime. Uh-huh. No, last year. I've never been here. This is my first time too. Yeah. I was gonna say, if you you know, if you're find yourself in Mission Viejo, uh, Woodland Hill, oh. Newport <laughs> Beach, Irvine. I did not know. They had and so you're like, many. I gotta get me some more of that. Totally. Grill. You're in good shape. Yeah, you're in good shape. Good to it's know. a bucket list. There are all of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's their ad campaign. That's what they have on like, have you seen that billboard for like carnies? Yeah, I believe, I think this guy wants to make it under the wire for breakfast. Do they really stop? Do you really stop breakfast at three? At three, yeah. I'm oh, alright. Really? I'm alright. No, I don't care. I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna get some of I feel, like I, I feel like I gotta get a panini because I'm a, the panini girl. Don't don't get the panini. You're shaking your head. I shouldn't. Okay. But it's your name, so. <laughs> I know, I know. It's one of those, you know. It's like they're, you know, they're saying no plastic bags, or then you go to some grocery stores and they still say plastic bags. So. Interesting. You know, I have to say I've never talked to a waitress who's like, ah, I shouldn't get that. Well, because traditional panini, if you've had it, it's right. very flat, almost you know, completely melted. Right. It has a little crunch to it because of the bread. You were describing so. the things I was looking forward to. <laughs> go, go on. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They're more like grilled sandwiches. 
So you guys have like a George Foreman press back there that makes the lines yeah. and the bread. But we don't it's completely find it down and we don't use that bread that is kind of like crunchy in the Wow. So however, our kebabs are great. Our, uh, our breakfast is really good too. The chicken kebab is our house specialty on all of the locations. It's uh, all white meat. You get half salad, half rice, and you can customize it if you're doing no carbs or if you just want two different salads. Okay. So um, I'll have the chicken kebab, half salad and half fries. How and can I get the salad? the salad before the meal? I'll ask. If not, it's no big deal. Yeah. Caesar, Greek, or avocado? Um, Caesar salad. Sure, one of my favorite dictators. Yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? I'll get the chicken kebab. Yeah. Salad choice? Caesar, Greek, or avocado romaine? Greek, please. Are you okay with onions? Don't try and get it before the meal, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to be a diva like this guy. I can just have it, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, what was the other question? Basmati white or the organic wheat? Oh, uh, basmati rice. Okay. Yeah. Just ordering that because you've never heard of it before. No, it's, I'm what totally What is basmati? It. I've been to Greece. Oh, I know what's up. I apologize. <laughs> Do you want to order the mimosa? Um, no, I don't think that's us. We got an iced tea and a Coke. Yeah. Chip, would you like the mimosa? It's been delivered. It's implying oh, okay. that it's for you. But can I get an iced tea? Two iced tea, yeah. Basami sounds like an Italian sports car. You know, like, it's basmati. I'll have that basmati. Salad choice, Caesar, okay. Greek, or avocado. And the basmati rice. Done. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Wow, very interesting. Do you see her shake me off like that? Yeah, I'm gonna get the panini. Like no paninis. She looked like a little like great. Yeah, it's pretty it was great. Funky cold panini. But also really surprising. I mean, the place is named after it. Yeah, huh? Oh, dude, before I leave, I have to remember to get vegan donuts from that place. Okay. I always yeah. get them to take home when I'm in this hood. And I have to remember to take a picture of us at the table. I always, I always forget like 99% of the time. Not 99%, but like a lot. 100%. Driving, well, 100%. What's the percent when you never do it? Is, What's it a, more? is that 100 or just 110? I give 110% about forgetting 99% of the photos. I don't do math. I just never get to see her anymore. Maybe that's it. He saw me a week ago. Right. When well, did I see you a week ago? When you just came to my house and went, I haven't seen that you in so like long, and I was ago. like, I saw you three days ago. I know. I guess I just... That's what I need. Well, you know, I just miss you. In linear so, time. That's so weird. Yeah, three weeks is... I you just came miss to my house, you, you were like, so busy, I haven't I miss seen you in so long, and I was like, it was literally three days ago, and you are like, oh yeah. Well, I say that to my wife. You sound like you see her every day. You sound like you don't appreciate having someone who says that. I do. It's just funny because you make me feel weirdly guilty, and then I'm like, I saw no, no, no. you, oh, no, no joke, like a few days ago, and right, that's right. when you go, oh yeah. I'm never trying to make you feel guilty. I'm just, I'm just always trying to make myself feel, feel better. selfish. We went to go when we went to England. This is something. This is England. Yes. Go. The second time we went to England, we went to go visit my friend, a friend of mine who had a stroke. Oh, that's not Who's the best reason to visit England I can think of. No, and he's, that was one of the but he's doing better now. He's a really cool he's guy. Great. So amazing and wonderful and lovely. Good. And was a super talented guitar player, but had a stroke and can't play anymore. And oh, so on the train uh, back to where we were staying, I was like, oh my God, that is such a lesson to like live every day, like it's your last, whatever, whatever. And he goes, Yes, it is a life lesson, and the lesson is, life is too short to ever get mad at me. That was that was what he took from it. It's so true, though. And I was like, think about what it. is that? Right. It really makes you think. Everyone has their own takeaway. He's such a kid. I was right. like, that's what I'll just take away from that. Right. He was like, yeah. That's so funny. Everyone has that on there. Like, you know what I learned? 
and then like the lesson is so far removed from like well, that is <laughs> the lesson I was yeah. supposed to I always extract the never get mad at you right yeah. You know, I can do what I want, and you shouldn't get mad at me because life is short. Life is right. short. Yeah. When that exactly. old woman collapsed in the supermarket, I, I learned if someone goes down, go through their purse before their family <laughs> can get to it. What do you That's know? So what, what are you talking That's your about? life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. The real thought, takeaway from yeah. me was... I thought the lesson of Avatar was... Go for the watch and jewelry suit. Yeah. Life is short. Take your stuff. Yeah, I thought exactly. the lesson of Avatar was enjoy alien sex. It may be taken away from you at any moment. Yes. Right. I never saw Avatar. The, uh, there was like the, the, the Palestinians who they dressed up as the Navi people. Like they painted themselves blue to represent because they really saw Avatar as oh, like a Palestinian oh. conflict. They're like, so they all dressed as Navi and like were running along the Gaza Strip. What? Wow. Yeah. Well, I did. Like, I remember well, reading about two years ago. When it sounds like the gays. <laughs> they see their oppression and everything. Yeah, they. Them so blue. That it did become like a super hardcore, like cosplay. Like people did think people started living as if they were living in Avatar. Oh, yeah. Like they did. Like, but many groups did. Many nerd groups. Not like Palestinians, oh, wow. but like just nerds. Well, maybe they were Palestinian nerds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a subset of a subset. I guess that's true. Yeah, they like Captain America. Oh, I did. <laughs> Yeah. They idolized Stanley. I did recently Sneak watch that, that Brony documentary. Captain America yeah. What's that? I did recently watch the Brony documentary and like one of the Bronies is this Israeli guy who's like an Israeli techno DJ who makes Brony techno. I have to admit, I don't, I don't know, know what that is. Dudes who are obsessed with My Little Pony. Oh, did not okay. realize. Yes. I do like how it's you threw it out. Like, well, we all know. Oh, Brony. I thought bro, I thought it's on Netflix. No, like a bunch of people I know. I was thinking of the Rock. No, it's like a thing now. Wow, that's crazy. And it is worldwide. And so it was an Israeli dude who's obsessed with My Little Pony and wow. makes techno music only about My Little Pony. Well, that tracks. So you're saying a ladies' man, <laughs> a real ladies' I mean, man. Was, right. But no, but then they showed him. He went to a Brony convention here in the states and was like a super. Like people were asking for autographs. Like, oh my God, is DJ Brony or whatever? Wow. Yeah. Oh it was my incredible. God. Dad, can I borrow fifteen hundred dollars? <laughs> oh, sure. Sorry, what for? Hear me oh, out. Dude, listen. <laughs> you, joke, oh. you joke, but that was a part of the documentary. Is like various oh. dudes who had who were like to like come out to their fathers as bronies. Wow. They weren't even gay or anything. They just were like, wow. I am so scared to tell my dad I'm way into My Little Pony. I just think it's great that too much free time is universal. You know, that's a it was incredible. <laughs> that is actually a legitimate takeaway. But they were yes. into the modern day. <laughs> cartoon show of My Little Pony, which I didn't even know was a thing, but they were all like super obsessed with it, and yeah, one kid, his dad was like in the military, and again, I don't think he was gay, he was like, I'm not even gay or anything, I just, I know my dad's gonna be pissed and I'm so into My Little Pony, and then there was another guy too who lived in like Alabama or something, and again, it was like, I'm not gay, but I get beat up all the time because I have like My Little Pony stickers all over my car. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should watch it. Well, no, I, I can't, though. Oh, you're not on Netflix. It's well, no, on Netflix. no. Watch I will watch it. it. It's because as a rainbow bright, I, I'm, oh, they're my sure. mortal enemies. Sure, right. Shortcake, yeah. As a strawberry shortcake, they're my mortal enemies. It's a great Strawberry as a gem, as a gem, bro. Right. That <laughs> so doesn't work. But, but I, I find I, the notion truly outrageous. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. Because when, when I first watched it, I thought it was, a, I thought it was gonna be a sex thing. I was, I read about bronies and I thought it was like furries. I was like, oh right. Me and Millie both were like, oh, this is gonna be about dudes who want to fuck my little ponies, who like dress up and. But it's not. It's just 
it's absolutely zero sexualness at all. Like they're all just like, I'm into its message of friendship or whatever. But it's grown, dude. It's like, can't you just be in a message of regular friendship? It's crazy. By being friends with people. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy and interesting. And they, yeah, they're all just like, I love its message or whatever. I love the wow. message of being shunned by my father. Yeah. That's really my yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't, I've never watched the show, so I don't know. But that was their thing. Shunned by tradition. Is they were all like, it has a message of acceptance and friendship and all this. And I'm like, okay, like I'm watching it going, sure, like that's great and inspiring. But I'm like, surely there are other things. Like, I don't even know how... Yeah, I don't even know how they found out. It just had the guys being like, yeah, I was flipping channels one day and I stayed on the My Little Pony cartoon. Like, why did that happen, first of all? And then they were like, yeah, I watched a full episode and I was so into it. And then they got on the internet and found out it was a whole underground thing of grown men being like, yeah, I'm really fully into it. But was there another part where it was like about the Palestinian, wait, was it a Palestinian guy you said or an Israeli guy? Oh, that's just, the documentary, the point of the documentary is to show that like guys over all demographics are into it. So yeah, oh, no. they just they had a German right. guy, an Israeli guy. Okay, I was yeah. just wondering what the Palestinians. No, oh, no, no, are, no, that are just into. reminded me. No, but I'm saying like the opposite Cosplay. thing that the Palestinians are into. Yeah, maybe that's Rainbow Rainbow Brights. Uh, Rainbow. No, I don't know. They've got a war. Yeah, I did this thing for um, Stanley's YouTube channel that was called World of Heroes. And we were super villains. I was one of the super villains. I played like Nazi bot, and we were all in Google Chat. It was super villains in Google Chat. And I had never been to Comic Con before, but I always wanted to go. Right. But since this was for Stanley's thing, it actually screened at his panel. And so I like got to go. It's like one of the guys with the lanyards, like I'm with the. Uh, uh. So we had the opportunity to walk the floor and do the whole thing. And then it like screened at his panel with like 4,000 people. Just like. And he, yeah. Wow. It was. Comic-Con ain't no joke. It's no joke. But I mean, those people those are so hardcore. Moments in your career where it's just like, careers made up of like, almost isolated incidents. Yeah. And if you're like, if you don't pay attention and appreciate them, and yeah. just, you're going to no, spend your whole life unhappy. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But we were walking the thing, and it got to the point where, you, you know, you're like rubbing shoulders, and you had to like wait to walk the things. Yeah. And that was like, on the first day, it was like Thursday. They're like, oh, it really starts to get crowded on Saturday. And it was like... <laughs> I mean, that's like a hard day's night. That shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was okay. So what? Wait, you got to be? The, right. Who were you then? Like. Uh, there was a character called Nazi Bot. So I was like half Nazi, but a cyborg. So, so they loved you? Did you walk around there with like No, I was People just are conflicted? I didn't, oh. I didn't dress up as Nazi Bot. I was just me walking around. Oh. But they showed the thing that we shot. Right. At, uh, at did people ask screen. for your autograph and stuff? No, I think I was just covered enough because like I had like almost like Terminator oh, okay, okay. makeup you know, on the, right. you know, with the SS hat. So. That's still crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I haven't really been in that, you know, position for something, you know. Yeah, so there you go. Stanley. Comic Con. I like, as a rule, I like comics. But like, yeah, Comic Con, that's like a, that's a next level thing. As much as I'm a fan of shit, and I totally am, like, that's fanatic. Those people yeah. Oh yeah. Santa Line. Yeah. Wait, but have you ever been to like Morrissey K Rock fan club thing? No, I don't. Um, I had all the time. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Look at that. Greek salad.
Morrissey convention. Yeah, I've never been to one. Never have? Never. Wow. Because it's also, it's just to like sell stuff I already have. Kind right. of thing. Oh, okay, right. Would you like to have this? You mean another one? Nah. Okay. It is rare records and like rare Smith stuff or whatever, but I already have most of that. I have the bunch of flowers he held as he uh, right. sung. And I have most of that, and it's also kind of And you see all the other fans at the show. Mm -hmm. I'm not like anti that, but I'm really, as much as I am obsessed with Morrissey, I've never been to those, I've never been to a single Smith convention. Have you ever like hung out with him or talked to him at all? Or, okay, you guys are buds? Hung out, oh, buds is strong and hung out is strong. Yeah. But I've met and talked to him on several occasions, yes. You know, he always eats at uh, Amalfi on La Brea all the time. He totally, yeah, when he lived here, the, it was there in the Cat and Fiddle. Was that? Yes, the place that Acme Theater is at. Right next to Acme Theater. Oh, right, right. Because I was oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, I've had several people tell me that. For, for years and would go over there and, like, hey, there's, there's Morrissey. Totally. I'm going to look at him from afar and enjoy that. Yes. You know, I'm not going to be that. No, I've had several people tell me that, that they would do, st like, shows at Acme or whatever, and then it would just be, like, Morrissey in the corner. Yeah, my friend, I had a few friends that, uh, um, we're in Acme and wait at tables there. We wait all the time. It's just like credit card says Sean Morrissey. You know? Steven. <laughs> oh, Steven. Steven. And no, it actually said Sean, which made us so strange. Oh, yeah. He's like committing fraud. Like, why? He's committing fraud. You, you have enough money, Steven. Of all people, why would you steal right. someone's identity? Should <laughs> night. That's not you. <laughs> Somebody wants to show me his uh, receipt at the Cat and Fiddle, and he does sign just Morrissey. Like, in the, he doesn't even sign Steven Morrissey, he just signs Morrissey. Right. Right. Makes sense. I wonder if Madonna does that. If she signs her credit card, Madonna Ciccone. Ciccone. Or just Madonna. Uh, Madge. Madge. La Madge. Suck it, bitches. Same with Prince. She, she signs suck it, bitches. Do you bitches. think he signs Prince Nelson? <laughs> oh. He doesn't use money. That's he uses true. Prince coin. Yes, it's uncurrency. Yes. And people go, okay. Which he's like that. He's like he just that. pays for shit with like purple thongs. He, he just, yeah. He just like sings someone a song and that's payment. Yep. It's, it's like that sketch that they had on Tyrant Live with Picasso. Do you remember that one? John Lovitz was Picasso. And they're just like, uh, he would just sign, I'm Picasso! Yeah, great, but we need money for the food. Oh, right, right. You're poor. <laughs> and he ends up washing dishes. It's like, this is a revolt in development. It was one of those ones with like Phil Hartman back in that oh. day. No, I must have missed that one. Back in the best day? Mm -hmm. Best day. Yeah, actually, the guest on really last week's show, it is very good, was um, Lynn Stewart, who was Mr. Bond at Peavy's Playhouse. No way! And, uh, yeah, it's the last one. It's, it's up now. And um, Jeff Doucette, who was... They're both, I mean, these story character actors. I mean, collectively, they've been around for like 60 years. And um, so Lynn was telling me about, you know, Phil Harvard and then, the, you know, coming oh up on the ground and being yeah. friends. And, Dude, why are you slumming it with us? What's that? Yeah. Why are you now slumming it with us? <laughs> yeah, Cowboy Curtis. We didn't, hey, we didn't come doing? up with Phil Harvard. Right. Yeah. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne? I think he's still active. Yeah. What's he up to? What's he, what's he up to? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. God, I know Phil all of them through the improv community, you know, so. And I was still kind of like sitting there 
Personal choice. Like right the knife. Um, but I was sitting there and, you know, she's such a sweetheart too. But I was like, she was talking about her stories and like, kind of sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It was really cool. He's a person that I think comes up as much as, I mean, yes, celebrities die and whatever, but I feel like his is the most yeah, absolutely. often comes up as like, wow, I can't believe that guy's gone. Yeah. I think because of The Simpsons and because of like Saturday Night Live rerun, like just he was in so much stuff that it comes and up so often. And the way that he like, died. Well, the way he died, obviously, is beyond grim, but like, he's a dude where it's like, you know he would still be doing quality shit forever. Exactly. Killing it. Yeah. Yeah, God, it's sad. And then some no talent hack. Is gonna live forever. Drug addict. No, I'm talking about his wife. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just took him out. It was terrible. Ugh. And so grim. And those stories bump me, like, yeah, because she was, like, mad that he was more famous than her. And it's like, well, no, duh, he was. He is talented. Like, who, and also, who's in competition with their spouse? That is, like, the most depressing thing ever. Uh. Um, that's my favorite Theodore Roosevelt quote. It's um, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, dude, that's beautiful. Yeah. But especially my in the context, <laughs> I was about to mention it. Especially in the context of a marriage, though, where it's oh, like you're dude. just supposed to be supporting each other no matter what. But you have a wife who's like mad at you for being successful. Like that's so depressing. Yeah. I think about that when I see like entertainers together, or even like like comics on our level. Like, like I'm married to this person, or like we're dating. Just like, <laughs> it's not great. I can yeah. speak from experience and it's say it work. is not great. No. Right, right, yeah. And I've actually been married for a long time, so I've never had that moment where I like, oh, I, she she looks nice. I like you know. She, Right. See women at shows and stuff all the time. It's never crossed my mind. So you're married to a civilian. To a civilian. Yeah. To take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And I was doing comedy before we even met, so it wasn't like, you know what I'd like to drive. Right. Support my delusion. Right. The delusion was already fully sure. entrenched. Yeah. She knew what she was getting into. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I find now that. Well, it's kind of a double-edged sword because when I was dating a comic, that stuff would come up, but then it was also, you had somebody who understood 100% like what you were doing, what you are into. So there's that part of it where you're like, oh, this is comforting because like you get it. Right. Whereas the guy I dated after that, while awesome, was like super awesome and great and supportive. There, it still would be times where I'd be like trying to explain or impart, like, and, and it was like, oh, okay, like he still didn't fully get it. Oh, I bombed. I'm sure you did great, honey. No, no, no. It was that kind of thing. Yeah, I. Yeah. But he was lovely about it. He was, but it just I could tell, like, oh, you don't really get it. But then, I don't know. The best is a creative who isn't in your field, right? So they know about. You know, a graphic designer or somebody that knows what it's like to be creative. Coke would be great. Coke, are they grabbing a refill of your iced tea? I've never got an iced tea. You never got it. Okay. Thank you. It's okay. I'll bring it. Yeah, my wife is an illustrator and worked in the special effects industry for years. Oh, nice. She used to work at Rhythm and Use Oh, no. Wow. She was an art director over there. Wow. Well, that's great. You know, while it lasts. We're all set. Yeah, thank you. Do you want Coke anymore? 
just uh, refill the app. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, that's how that, that's just sad. It's like, what did you do, throw it away? Like, that was just a hilarious question. Like, oh, you don't want your Coke anymore? Like, yeah, I threw it in the street. Like, <laughs> Get this half fill of Coke out of my view. It wasn't what I expected. It stinks. Yeah. Even after anyway, 100 sorry. years of Coke. No, I interrupted you. That was just like a weird, funny question. Uh, so she understands the rigors of the freelancing and creativity and all that. Yeah, actually, uh, the most recent project, not most recent, but the thing that's out now, you guys are uh, seeing the Divergent books, the Divergent movie series. Well, yeah, I saw this, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of it. She did all the book covers for those. Oh, wow. Yeah, like that's the symbols cool. and stuff and all that that's stuff. Amazing. So that's amazing. Yeah, I'm really proud of her. She's brilliant. That's awesome. But, um, that's, her, that's her bag. So that is awesome. Yeah. So she gets it, but not in the same way. Where she's right. Like, hey, who books that? <laughs> right. Oh, don't. Yeah. Exactly. I'm oh, sorry. You squirt lemon on it. Yeah, it was like it's in my face. not intentional. It'll be fine. Yeah. We're past it. We're past it. We're past it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So a week ago today, I ran the LA Marathon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That oh was that God. the one you finished or did? I saw something that, on Facebook. That was the one that I did not finish. Actually, last week. Probably about this time. Oh, wow. Last week I was in the emergency room. Oh, my God. Getting like four liters of... Uh, Coke? Of iced saline. Four liters of Coke. Oh. <laughs> Drinking four liters. Wait a minute. <laughs> to recover. They suggest you drink Coke. <laughs> I had a heat stroke and blacked out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was at mile 25. I was 10 miles away from the... Like 10 miles. 10 Three. blocks. Ten blocks away from the finish line. Oh, I thought it was at mile one. twenty-five. What's a marathon? Twenty-six point two. Twenty-six. I thought it was twenty-eight for some reason. It was twenty-five miles, oh, and I just, jeez, oh, I blacked out. Oh, I woke up in the back of a. Be honest. In the back of an ambulance. At any point during the race, did you shit yourself? No, I did not. I'm obsessed with that. I did not <laughs> shit myself. I will add though. Many when people I was did, didn't they? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. I'm obsessed with long distance runners. Right. Now that's like business as usual. You just shoot yourself. And like you, you know, yeah, and you just know what's happening. That's triathletes. Those are guys that like, that you have to do the whole thing. And they, they're so obsessed with time. Like, especially the professional yeah. guys, they don't, they can't stop to. Yeah, so they just do it and keep running. Keep going. That, I'm fascinated it's great when you're swimming. Yeah. Anyway, not, no, 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 no. not so much when you're riding. Uh, maybe not, not on the bike, but it spokes kind of can kick yeah. out. Wait, I think so I wrote down a, a joke. You blacked out? Did you like faint on the course? Well, I, I was running, and um, people say that it's like, you know, you can have that, your vision goes to a yeah, pin. Uh, it's never that. You're just running and blackout and woke up in the back of an ambulance. And I mean, I've told it on stage a couple times, but the joke oh is God. becoming. What people say to you when they're trying to help you and what people say when they're trying to hurt you are a lot of times the same thing. Which is like, just relax, everything's gonna be fine. Oh yeah, totally. Take it easy. This is gonna hurt me more than it hurts Does you. Does anyone know where you are? You know, so. Oh man. Yeah, it was a it was a bummer because You're I so like close. really, I had, and I trained this time, yeah. really tried, but I guess the, you know, 90 degree temperatures didn't care how many Miles I ran, ran a 90 degree temperature and running 26 miles were conspiring against you. <laughs> Perhaps humans aren't built for that. <laughs> I just, I'm so bummed They're for you though Kenya. because, like, yeah, you're so close. I did one last and year. And you'd gone all that way without shitting. Right, now, right. <laughs> right. That was your main achievement. <laughs> sure. Only yeah. 10 blocks. Who knows? You might have shit on that fifth block from the end. It's true. Who knows? 
knows? But I was fortunate. We'll never know. I mean, I'm not trying to devalue what you did. I'm just right. saying. It but it would have been cooler if you would shake your pants. I'm just saying I would have been a little more engaged in your story. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe because you were running your pants. That's probably why you had the heat stroke. Probably should have shorts. Why did I run in tucks and tails? Oh, and I shit it. Yeah, I lost the deposit. Somebody's out there in jeans, shirtless in jeans. <laughs> I didn't try. Running the marathon. You can do it. Just denim. Yeah. I joined them in Brentwood. Yeah. My jeans. I briefly put down my sign of encouragement as he ran past me. Like I don't know. I don't know, buddy. Hey, do they? Do you think they have a problem with that? Like. Do you think really people do sneak in? People sneak at like the last mile to jump in and go, yeah, I've been here the whole time. That's Rosie Ruiz. That's what she did. That's that. a thing? She did that in the Boston Marathon. Oh. Claimed to have won. Wow. When? When was this it? This was 81, 2, Wait, 3. Totally Before surveillance. Yeah. And it worked? She was like a mile away from that. She started it and then like took a bus or like a train or something to like a mile away from the... Uh, the finish line, and then that's what like a cartoon. That's awesome. Which came first, Rosie yeah. Ruiz or the cartoon? Wait. So she, yeah, so she actually qualified for the Boston Marathon, which is you have to have be in like the four, you know, four-hour neighborhood. She she qualified by doing that in New York. She like took the subway to the finish line, and then she like finished. <laughs> so that's how she qualified. And then this year, at that, the next year in Boston, she like stumbled out of the crowd and like I won. But they. And how long did it take for people to call her out? I think they were a suspect pretty quick. That is a crystal. Well, especially if she beat like a Kenyan, they were probably like, "What? No." Um, uh, Even in the '80s, right? That's a Kristen yeah. Wiig movie waiting to happen. Okay, hold Absolutely. on, hold on. I'm obsessed. I'd with watch that. Rosie Ruiz. I watch that. Because, how? Okay, you have to qualify. I thought any. I am a lazy. Oh, I don't know anything about any. <laughs> so I am too. But you were at the gymnasium yesterday. I don't like I running. Do like a lazy oh, I hate running. But so in order, is it to, in order to be in like a big shit marathon, you have to qualify? Like anyone can do the LA one. Boston, you do. Boston, Boston you, you have do. to qualify. Yeah. Now in qualifying, what is that? You have to run another marathon in another state. You have to have a time posted that's within a certain parameter. Because if you're like, like hey, it took me seven and a half hours, they're like, Boston doesn't want you. Yeah. You can do like LA. Well, they don't put up that? with nonsense. Because yeah. California is like, hey, whatever, dude. Whatever, Just come hey. here around the marathon. There's no pressure at all. Do it your job, brother. Right. Uh, I well, do have to say, LA. What was for the Boston one? Do you win a prize? <laughs> Or they just don't have enough time to sit around and wait. I guess it's Boston. Come on, jump, jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, Boston is a bunch of fatties who eat sausage or whatever, too. Isn't that what that's Chicago? Yeah, yeah. No, in LA. But they've learned you, how to deal with it. If you finish in less, if you finish in less than six hours, they keep the barricades up, then you can run on the street. If you do it more than six hours, they take it off and you have to like wait at the crosswalk. You run through traffic? Well, you have to do it like you would. They just let cars yeah. start going. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry, bro. Should have tried harder, brother. Yeah. No, no, they let you um, finish it and they leave the finish line up and everything, but. You can sell your sell your weed along the road. So okay. So she cheated even when qualifying she for the Boston Marathon and then cheated at the actual marathon. Correct. And then she rehearsed the scam yeah. in New York. And then perfected <laughs> so it in Boston. Getting all the people at the subway would be like, hey, you're wearing a number and you're in running gear. Oh, you're pretty good, huh? Like I'm yeah, gonna tell on you. Right. So she 
Not in New York. But they didn't find out until afterward. And they had to revoke her title? She was officially debunked. I'm going to look her up on the internet when I get home. Rosie to find Ruiz. Out. Also, it would have been great if she was like 350 pounds. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. That was our, that was our first clue. That's hilarious. No, they, Melissa they McCarthy. Just... Now we've got different casting for this movie. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is Rosie Ruiz. Rosie Ruiz. In either case, I'm probably not going to see the movie. <laughs> but I mean, it needs to be written. Come on. No, I'm going to look it up. That's pretty About, fascinating. Yeah. After that, did she ever try to legitimately run one? I don't know. I think she. her name was so... Oh, with, like, it's hard to disgrace someone like that. They probably went on to do just more screwed up crap <laughs> without, without remorse. You changed your name, you know. That's really fascinating from a, a, a like trying to figure out her motive. Sorry. Because I guess, I mean, cheating sucks, like, of course, but anyone who, like, winning a marathon doesn't bring fame the way that winning something else would. Like, it's such a weird moat. Why do you care? Nope, you're not Well, the Boston Marathon's pretty huge, so that was a pretty huge deal. Yeah, but... Back in the day, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it still is. I honestly, and it sucks to say, I think that's why it was targeted, because it is such a high-profile, yeah, yeah, yeah. prestigious, of all the marathons, it's, it's up there as far as, right. you know, validity. Okay, then. Fair enough, Rosie, I get it. No, but I mean, even having that moment of like, hey, good job, you didn't even won, like... You know, maybe that is enough of a, yeah, a big marathon. Probably, yeah, yeah. A it's like the New York Marathon of marathons. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it anywhere. Or, you know. yeah. That's crazy. That is hilarious, taking a bus and then running out and then like, I totally won. Like one mile away. She like stumbled out of the crowd that was like watching and standing there. She's like, ah, this this will be fine. Yeah. Getting a transfer to go home. <laughs> It's still good. That's amazing. I mean, that is seriously something the coyote would do to catch the roadrunner. Honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe, like, get on an Acme bus. <laughs> and, like, run to the cliff. Right to the end. Yeah. To get the roadrunner. It definitely feels like... It's crestfallen. That is awesome. Yeah, it was developed in a writer's room. I mean, I'm in favor of anybody in real life doing, doing like, cartoon moves in real life. Right. But I'm not in favor of cheating. I go on record to say I'm not in favor of cheating. And for the record, she leaned in towards the microphone. Just to just emphasize. To, yeah, I mean, getting six inches closer. Stay in school. Stay in school. Yeah. Stay in school. No, say no to drugs. This Support, the troops. Support the troops. Support the troops. Support the troops. I talk about cartoons, so just on my podcast, the reason I was late, my yes. podcast. Your podcast. We were talking about cartoons too much. Bayside. Cartoons, yeah. When I was like, I think about cartoons all the time. All the time. I think about anvils and cartoons. Like, all, I stay up at night wondering why they were in cartoons. Right. But then I was like, no joke. Like, Bugs Bunny was legit hilarious. I think about that a lot. Like, and very meta and adult. Super adult, super, a lot of complex jokes. Right. And I, because that's another thing where I think it's part of the reason I'm a comedian because I was obsessed with cartoons. I watch Bugs Bunny all the time. But then I'm also like, I'll never be as funny as Bugs Bunny. Right. That's kind of a bummer. He, he, he pulled off drag, you know? Totally. He, he killed it. And also, too, there was like, if you go back and you know how to watch it, there's like a lot of like comment about World War II mm. and, you know, the, the presidency. Yeah. Also, a lot of racism. Oh, yeah. 
I was talking to somebody else, I was like, the biggest supporting character in old-timey cartoons is a black lady's ankles. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's like, I guess it was starring Bugs Bunny yeah. and Mammy's ankles. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Hey, just write the word child. It'll be fine. Boy. That would be child. Boy. I'd rather get paid twelve hundred dollars for being Mammy's ankles than be a real Mammy. <laughs> That's what they said. Isn't that the girl, the lady in Gone with the Wind? Said yeah, that? yeah. Patty McDaniel or something? Oh. You look like Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. You're like, hey, buddy. How crazy is no, that? This will be fine. Oh, oh my god, he even had like buff teeth and stuff. Oh, dude. Hey, it's the permissive everything goes 60s. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, that was in 40s. Huh? No. Breakfast of Tiffany's? I, think, I thought it was like 60s, late, right? Yeah, yeah, like late 50s or early 60s. Oh. oh. It was a, well, I don't know. How old was George Papar? Yeah, but he was doing characters like that. There's no way of knowing. Earlier. Uh, we'll never know. He's old. He's older than all of us. And yet, no, somehow timeless. <laughs> and then the song was uh, the song from the '90s. Moon River. Yeah, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Deep Blue Something. By Deep Blue Something. Uh, I mean, the song I can't. It might take a while to, have been able to, to find it. There's some. There's but what about it? Right when they come on, you're just like. Oh, it's the worst. Right time to roll me. Don't be free. Oh my God, yeah. I'm that way with four non-blondes. What's up? <laughs> I'm that way with that. Which is not called song. what's going. At least what's going on should have been parentheses. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> I like how the parenthetical is almost the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. As what happened. The whole before. song just goes on about what's going on. It's called what's up. So dumb. <laughs> It's almost a stand-up comedian. What's going on, people? What's, what's up with... What's up? That was their uh, second single. What else is in the news? It didn't, didn't go very well. What's the deal with airplane food? The B-side? What else is going on? Well, it's never up to you when it's over. I'm sure Four Non Blondes would still like to be out there. Whatever, Linda sure. Perry is a gazillionaire. Oh, yeah. Writing songs for her. So like, okay, Pink, just get up there on that trampoline or whatever it is. Trampoline? Right. Sorry. Yeah, Pink, she's like, get up there and twirl around, sing my song. God. Just demonstrate female empowerment. We'll take the rest. Uh, Twerk the soleil. Okay. Dude, you guys. Did it. It's already like 90. And it's only mid March. Yeah. And I don't have air conditioning in my apartment. It'll be back now. Yeah, I know, but like. Because then when we were recording, they were, I felt bad because my guests are like sweating. And I'm thinking on March, mid-March, and it's this. Dude, when like July comes around, it's more like a thousand degrees. This is just an aberration. It'll be back to normal tomorrow. Good day. I feel bad complaining because it's still snowing in places on the East Coast. Also, this, can we talk about this plane? When does this drop? Can we be topical? It'll be Wednesday. Or is it supposed I'll, to be I'll like... I'll put this out on Wednesday. I can't plane is still stop. Missing. I can't stop thinking about it. Can't stop thinking about it. Can't stop reading about it. Me, me too. Can't stop talking about More it. More people care about it than... The, People have never met a Malaysian person. <laughs> so interested. Yeah, Here's the order order people's uh, interest. Like number one, my podcast. Number two, the play. I mean, it, it's just it's part of the zeitgeist. It's it's, it yeah. is. Yeah. CNN no, was I, like. I could not agree with you more. I can't stop. Okay, look. For so many levels. 
I mean, I was watching CNN literally all day yesterday. Yeah. And reading about stuff too. But, first of all, I think the, the best part about watching CNN was it was only people guessing. Because we know nothing. We know nothing. And so it was 100% going. Hey, what former airline pilot? What is what is your vague idea of what happened right. up there? And anybody can pull. I could go. Well, I oh, think yeah. this happened. Coming up, four more hours of conjecture. It's speculation. Totally that, which yeah. I don't blame them. I know they got to like no. fill airtime, but, but they don't have to. There's, well, there's other things happening. It's yeah. the 24-hour news cycle. It's Chris like Christie's that. bridge is still going on. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying the way that it's. Fukushima is still leaking, you know. But this is such a thing. Like, we're in a time, they have this segment on other aviation mysteries, right? They're like, because they try to be like, look, you guys, like, this has happened before. Things have disappeared, whatever, whatever. But all of those were, we're in an age now where everything can be tracked. You lose your phone and it's tracked. Like, everything is trackable. And so, to me, that just lends another dimension of, like, it's impossible in this day and age. Everything's monitored. Every everybody spies on everybody. And so now I love how it is such. And I'm like hijacking the conversation. I'm sorry. I'm so obsessed with it no, because I was talking no to Dave Rockery. I was, oh, I didn't even mean to. I'm, I'm such a pro that it's just like that is just naturally. It comes out of you. It's a I really didn't even mean to do that at all. I swear to God. But I was talking to Dave about it. We were emailing back and forth because I was like, I think. Human error is involved regardless, but not at the level of the plane. I was talking about how now I think I think somebody was asleep at the wheel at the monitoring station. I think whoever was supposed to be looking at the radar shit had his feet up on the desk and was snoring when it went out, and then was like, oh shit. Classic uh, uh, small town sheriff. Oh, totally, where the dog's got the key to the jail oh, yeah. in his oh, mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, so he's asleep. He doesn't want to tell his boss that. He can't go, oh, it's not me, my bad. Exactly. So the, now governments don't want to embarrass themselves. So now, and also now it's weirdly a game of risk in that I think some government probably has footage of something, either a crashing or, a, you know, the crash site or whatever. Thank you. But they can't show their card. They can't go, oh, we have perfectly clear footage of it from our secret satellite that we totally have over your country that you didn't know about. Right, I so it's like that. They can't tell that. So I think it's a bunch of governments being like, well, what do you know? Well, what do you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you know? Because they can't I that. show their hands. I had that same... I mean, that was, the, for me, the, the crux of the mystery. It's like, we don't know. And in this society that we live in now, we always know. Yes. There's yeah, we never, always know. Yes. We don't have mysteries like this. 100% right. You know, so I was trying to, like, compose, a, a like, a joke or a tweet about it or, or something. But I I'm just like, I don't even know how to express this concept. I don't either. And also because it is, it's, you know, there are 200-something people. Oh, Robert Stack. Because <laughs> I kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I kind of can't oh, wrap John my Stossel. brain around it. Let's get John Stossel involved. <laughs> Give me a break. But it is, it's... So somebody dropped the ball, I think, pretty high up, and whatever government is involved doesn't want to embarrass themselves and admit it, so they won't do that. Also, watching CNN, it was interesting to me how quickly they went to terrorism. So it's like, it was yeah, yeah. like, oh, they totally flew to Afghanistan or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, what? Yeah. Well, everyone knows it was the Jews. I mean, it was the Irish Catholic. Yeah, they right. Really, why, why, they don't really do that very much. Why would they? Not? I mean, the evidence does point to hijacking and all you that kind terrible. of stuff, but it was weird how they just were like, well, they probably flew it to 
one of the stands. And it's like, oh, did they? Based on zero things? Yeah, yeah right. Based on what I like to call a hunch. Uh, they did this. Like, they've got, yeah, they've got untold numbers of branches that they can put over the plane once it lands. Right. Sure. But then that I might did. be down like that total K-hole of reading about previous aviation thing, like D.B. Cooper style or like other times where planes had vanished. And there was, it wasn't a 777, it was a 727, which I don't think is as big, but I was reading on Wikipedia about this time where a mechanic or somebody at an airport just straight up got in a 727 and blew off. And they never found him. They never found him, the plane, ever again. They never heard from him. He did just straight up steal a plane. Yeah. Nobody that's was on way, it or anything. Way easier in the 70s or whatever, right? Was that but that's 70s? my point, yeah. Right. I was like, now, okay, that is weird. Yeah. But yeah, no. it didn't have, uh, now we have tracking devices and everything. But I don't know what Malaysian technology is. Not to make it sound like, you know. Oh, sure. Either that or it was uh, D.B. Sweeney. D.B. Sweeney style. He, he appeared in a movie about figure skating and was never seen from again. Right. What if he's like a stage name from D.B. Cooper? <laughs> That's his inspiration. Yeah. Good old D.B. Sweeney. I'm sorry, I'm like ranting about this plane. No, I, really I mean, can't. it's interesting. We're, I can't stop talking about it. The thing is, it's, I'm thinking about it all the time, too. I, 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 you know, I haven't thought I really about it much at all. Put energy that they're okay. How can you not? It's so fascinating in this day and age that something like an airplane can disappear, literally vanish. Well, yeah, that part's interesting, but then everything else about it is just always speculation and crap on the news, and it's just news fatigue, just like everything else I do. You were kind of forget about ground. hearsay. You know, Chris Christie again, his bridge. You know, and you just anything. You know, it's just all just. Yeah. I agree with that too. It, it's like unsolved mysteries, Benghazi, basically. You know, it's just whenever something just gets so much press, I just get immediately suspicious and get like fatigued. Oh well, yeah, there's a million it. things suspicious about it, but I still just the situation. I just don't want to hear about it. But then it led me to read more because then they were speculating pilot suicide. And so I read a bunch about those, which does happen. And if there's anything more terrifying than that, let me know because I've yet to find it. Well, yeah. You're gonna start like peeking in at the cockpit. Dude, well, does he look happy? Then, it all comes down to the pilot, seriously. Yeah, but then they kind of debunked that because they had evidence in the, the flight flew for several. Like if you're gonna commit suicide, you're not just gonna fly around for like five hours and then do it. But then that, that and then I started reading about the Egypt Air flight. A 99 where the pilot committed suicide. Depends. I mean, if you try to gas yourself up in the air, you know, no, it's going to take a while. The Egypt pilot just took a nosedive into the ocean. Straight up, like, 90 degree perpendicular nosedive into the ocean to kill himself and everyone on board. What about Payne Stewart? Yes, that was the creepiest, where it's like, a, it just flew around with dead bodies for, like, five hours. But that is the bright side, though. That's, like, the most ultimate weekend of Bernie's ever. <laughs> Looks like they're having a good time. Yeah, they're flying out. There's, like, five hours and everyone was dead. But I, but that is the bright side though. If you're if you're afraid to fly or whatever, that the only person that matters is the pilot. So okay, they, how is that the bright side? I'm just saying, like in general, you know, people are scared of air travel or the fl flight's gonna go down or whatever. But if the pilots, think of the odds. It's a million to one that something's gonna happen to the pilot. If someone has a heart attack on the plane, big shit. Doesn't mean everybody's gonna go down. It's all down to the pilot. I don't really get your point. I'm just saying, I think that that's the that's an optimistic way to look at air travel. You always think, well, it's gonna crash. You know, it could crash. It could this. It could that. As long as the pilot's cool, you're cool. Or you, or uh, you could be have one of those pilots. You ever seen been in a plane where like there's a pilot flying with you? He's just in like the passenger area. He's not flying a plane, but he's like a pilot. And he's 
He's going to like, I just need to get to Tulsa. Right. So you're like, right. you're kind of like sitting in the road down from him. We're like, what are you, what are you doing weird? here? Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird that you're amongst us. Shouldn't you be in the, in the front part? So I'm sure he gets that. Well, that's got to be the hackiest hack joke if you see a filing. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know your point. But I'm saying how people go, oh no, if this plane is going to go down. You know, people that are that um, are superstitious or spiritual or this or that about, I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh no, then that baby started doing this or whatever. As long as the pilot's cool, you're cool. If the pilot commits suicide, yeah, you're fucked. I've been on a if the plane. pilot gets attacked by a bunch of people that are terrorists, yeah, you're fucked. Kind of fucked. But especially if they have box cutters. Yeah, exactly. Really if they make it in the cockpit, yeah, you're fucked. But otherwise, you're fine. I've been in a plane that like lost, that like almost like the, the floor dropped out of the plane. Not literally, but like it had that like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, drop where it was like jarring and like almost compresses your spinal cord. Yeah, and yeah. that's what you could feel the collective like, uh huh, like. That's happened to me a couple times. Woman got like a rosary and started praying, and everyone was just like, you know. No, that's I'm that not. That veneer of like everything's fine evaporated completely. from everyone. Completely, I totally feel you. Because I'm not scared I mean, of though. flying at all whatsoever. Right. But when that's happened a couple, those are the only times where I'm like, oh, I could die in this. But I'm saying there's people who say like, well, it's your time to go. It's not unless it's the pilot's time to go. It's nobody else's time to go. Right. The plane might fuck up or something. The, yeah, you're, the pilot could still crash land. Though. You know what I'm saying? That's not true. There could, that, if there's something mechanically wrong with the plane, that could have nothing to do with the pilot. The pilot could do everything perfectly. It doesn't matter. Then it was the pilot's time to go. <laughs> or your pilot, your pilot is suicidal, but the plane breaks. He doesn't yeah. allow him to like. Oh, yeah. I was saved. If, if, yeah. By faulty engineering. Oh, thank God. I would say the plane was messed up in that it made me fly perfectly. <laughs> I couldn't get it off Even though pilot. I wanted yeah. to no time, it wouldn't let me. I couldn't get it off autopilot. Totally. I wanted to kill myself totally. so bad. It wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah, because there, yeah, there were, I got in a weird argument with somebody. Not an argument, but like somebody on, a friend of mine on Facebook was like, I don't see the big deal about this plane thing. And I was kind of like, look, don't try, I can get if you're not weirdly obsessed reading about it like I am, but don't try to act like this is business as usual. Exactly. Because, I can't, I, yeah, I can't you know, that. It, it not being... The whole plane disappears. Yeah, it like literally disappears. I'm like, because he's like, it just likely crashed. What's the big deal? I'm like, okay, yes, it probably likely crashed. Right. However, the events leading up to that are very unorthodox. Like, don't try to be like, oh, yawn, who cares? Like, right. be cynical about this. I agree. Because then I, they did have, on CNN, they did have a guy in a flight simulator, like, demonstrating the, what would have to happen. Do they have enough airtime for that? Oh, yeah, I saw that dumb thing. No, but it was, it was kind of cool how he was like, here's what you would have to do in order to turn off all the shit that was turned off. And it was, like, involved. It wasn't like, oh, whoops, it broke. It's like a person had to have done it. Here's what happens. You have to trip over the loose carpet. Yeah, yeah. And then slip on the banana peel. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you can release the yoke and put it into... I just love all the speculation. Oh, it's only speculation, but they were like, here's what... In order to turn off all the shit that was turned off, here's what you have to do. And it was, like, a lot of stuff. Like, you had to, like, go down into the thing. Like, you had to know what you are doing. Because it's like all the backups were turned off. Like, they don't just go off. That's why there are backups. Right. I'm sorry, like, I know shit about aviation. Obviously, I don't know shit about aviation, right. but... I mean, according to my hey, you've seen every episode of You've seen every episode of Wings. I watched Pan Am. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> if, 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 listen, if you had a crush on Thomas Hayden Church when you were growing up, 
you, you have know. all you know. the aviation background you need. You know about airplanes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. airplane mechanics. Right. <laughs> Mechanically. If you can remember remember Crystal Bernard's name. Totally. You know <laughs> you everything you need. You're good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I that's been my entire life this past week. That's like all I've been reading about. What's in the front page? Because CNN is my, my homepage. When I like open up the internet, that's all it's it is. always CNN. But I, I was reading, The Guardian has better stuff because they have like timelines. They're piecing together timelines of what they think happened. Also, yeah, and now they know more of the order of things. And I watched a press conference. I watched a live stream of the press conference where the Malaysian prime minister held a press conference and said we 100% know it was hijacked. Wow. They were like, based on the order of events, you know, it was totally hijacked. Like a person did this. So they, they definitively seemingly know that. They're like, it's Where not a series of accidents, yeah. a person did this. Where was Liam Neeson when we needed it? Oh, totally. I can't see that movie. That movie where people get killed on planes. Right. I don't, yeah, because that's like, as much as I'm not scared of flying, that's still a thing where I'm like, you're in a confined space. I can't see that. Because right. you're you can't get out of a plane if somebody's getting killed on it. Yeah, I've done a commercial that where I think it was like also Gundo or something. They had like a plane, like a full real plane, but it was just like cut in half. Yeah. So that they could like film it. Yeah. yeah Were you, you a passenger in the commercial? Passenger, yeah. But uh, you couldn't. I don't know, it's just, it's just giant, you know? You can completely see the inner, uh, yeah. inner skeleton, but have it be a trap like that and to be out of control knowing you're probably going to check out. And like, think about being lost. Like, that just is lost, that giant 8 million ton thing. It's literally lost. It's the series. Right. The life, they're probably... Yeah. Or they're speculating whether or not it could have landed. are just beginning. Let's, let's look at it that way. But then they're trying to speculate where it landed or if it could have landed. And it's like, think of that too. Like, you're just chilling on your island or whatever and like this big ass plane lands. Like, what's up, guys? Yeah. God, he's God. punishing me. <laughs> That's how I think. It's all that. That I was just, a good impression of an islander, right? God, God is punishing me. me. Because I ate a fish. I just really want I them to find it. I just am obsessed with it. Yeah, you know, so we'll help them find it. By the time this comes out, on <laughs> I'm volunteering. I'm volunteering. <laughs> well, they did have people do that. They did have people go to some website that has satellite images and have like civilians, just regular people, try to find just anything that could be a crash site or could be a piece of the plane. Because some people were comparing it to that Air France thing because it took like two years to find the black box and the majority of the wreckage. But they, the next day they found bits and pieces though. The very next day they found like a piece of a wing. So they're like, okay, it crashed. Even though it took two years to find the bulk of it. Whereas here, yeah, they haven't even found... I'm like, y'all ain't found like a doorknob or like a wheel? It's just like nothing. That's insane. It's insane. It's funny, like, uh, you know, the jokes that uh, are now kind of like stat, uh, stock hack jokes, like, why don't they make the whole plane? Well, you know, the black box. That, right, you know right. who the joke that is? Who? Rick Overton. Oh, really? What? That's Rick Overton's I thought, joke. It was, I thought it was way older than him. I don't think so. That's pretty great. Paul Provenza told me. He's like, he's like, that's like, Rick has a lot of those jokes that are just, you know, like become part of this. Patient Zero for funny. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's for AIDS. I hate to mention hey. I, I don't want to start any rumors about Rick Overton. Yeah. No, that's great. That yeah. he, that's awesome. Yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So is he mad though? By the time you get the computer out of the box, you need a new computer. Yeah, but is he mad? Do you need anything? Uh, do you guys want to get dessert? Uh, oh, no, I'm good. 
I, yeah, I think I'm good too. Yeah. Thank you. Is he mad or flat? Several. I've never talked to him about it. I just know that because uh, Provenza told me. Yeah, because it, it must be. How weird would it be to have something that you wrote, you thought of, become essentially like a street joke? It's and you, crazy. And you're the one that knows, like, I wrote that. Like, is it flattering in the way that you're like, oh my god, something I wrote is totally universal? Or is it frustrating where you're like, everyone tells this joke and zero people know it's mine? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Next time I see him, I'll ask him. Yeah, I'd like to know. Actually, I just listened to uh, his interview with Jonathan Winters. Did you hear that? No. Really good. That's uh, awesome. Over, Overton's Overview podcast. Right. And he sits with Jonathan Winters. Like, it was the last interview Jonathan Winters ever gave. Oh wow. And it, they didn't, of course, they didn't know that at the time, but uh, it's pretty great. Did they know after? They knew after he died. It was like that. More than likely, slow, slow. That'll be it. They had a calendar. They had a calendar. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. As long as they found out at some point. Yeah. That's that's my favorite. That's the main thing. <laughs> as long as they knew he wasn't going to be giving any more interviews. Right. Yeah. That's Rodney Dangerfield's last quote. Did you hear that before he went into the hospital? No. For like heart surgery? No. He's like, he's like well, what, do you, what do you expect, Rodney? He's like, he's like well, if it, if it goes good, I'll be in the hospital for four days. But if it goes bad, I'll be in there for four hours. Oh, that was wow. the last. Wow. Really? His last words to the press. Oh, you know, damn. Rodney. Yeah. I think he got a lot of respect. I think it's so. My personal opinion. I respect. When it was all said, no. <laughs> it was all said done. It took him. It started when he was like fifty, but it's <laughs> he made it. That's a people. That's a person people always point to when they talk about success later in life. You know, Rodney. He was painting houses. He's forty-three. Yeah. It's like he was also on Ed Sullivan show. Right? Yeah. Was that before he painted the houses? <laughs> I feel like that was an ad. he painted the house. No, seriously. I feel like. No, maybe he went back to painting houses again after Ed Sullivan, you know, and then it still just took him a long time to uh, to catch on. I was late though. Buddy, buddy. I should pay for some. Fear not, my friend. It's all oh, thank you. good. Of course. Thank Your you. Your bad behavior. I want to go on record by saying that Matt is very generous. He is very generous. She did go six inches closer to the microphone. In, the, in this case, I will have dessert. Yes, I, 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 I deny dessert. You didn't mention that. So he was doing uh, like late night spots, but also doing. Oh, I don't know. Painted houses. Oh, you I don't know. Part I'm just I'm just transposing my own career into it. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know. So it seems like there's so many ups and downs that I'm just, there's no way for us to find out, but I'm right. sure. Well, Austin stories. That, uh, you know, if I just looked up Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. I remember uh, being now. at MTV and seeing you and Howard Kramer in there pitching the show. Like I said, remember that? I was going in there to take a meeting for something. And, uh, oh, when they still have like their trailer in there? And yeah, they like a little trailer. Their office. Yeah, kind of I, I, worked, I was a copy editor there at that very office. Yeah. Colorado. That's right. I worked at MTV News. Mm, very nice. Yeah. By Wait, the way, so you were there back, when, he, you... when he was in there pitching Austin stories? No, no, no. no. It was like something else. <laughs> that, I don't remember what we were. I don't think we ever talked about it. Doing in there. Do you remember uh, nostalgia? What did uh, he say? Oh, I love it. I love nostalgia. (laughs) Those were the days. Yeah, right? Uh, Take me back. What did David Brenner say? Did you hear what David Brenner said? Yeah, he passed away today. Yeah, what? what? Did you hear what he said before he died? No. No. It was very, he goes out like, 
tuck two hundred dollars in my sock in case it's a place that you got a tip. So. Oh, he knew he was dying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He had like he had cancer. Oh, Bob. Because that's grim. No, that's that's no, no, funny. It's, that's it's, it's good. I am thinking about it all the time. Should open with it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I'm, keep, I'm guys, keeping your You know I'm dying of cancer. I was about to say, leave yeah. it the first 20 minutes where all he's doing is bitching to you about me being late. Leave that golden. That's there. it. That might even just be on the loop. That's all it is. So, five five minutes of make it sound like I never even showed up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, at least no, at least no one is bitching behind your back. You know what I'm saying. Is that? I should be appreciative. On that, uh, yeah, that one in that one area. I should be appreciative that I have the honor of being the one person in your life you like to hold things above their head. No, oh it's not. Oh my god, I love it. It's not that. It's just that you know that's how much I love you. In what world does that make sense? Every world. That's how people are. They only like. Thank you. Thank you very much, Shaggy. I mean, I can't speak for your wife, but you probably want to strangle her. Those are just the things you think constantly. You don't say it. No, how long have you been married? <laughs> uh, ten years. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I always say I couldn't be married if it wasn't a her. That's so nice. And I think that's, that's good. good. That's good. When people bitch about it, it's because they married the wrong person. You're right. right. Yeah. I know. I've been married. Yeah, the old ball and chain. He's like, oh, let me know how that all works out. I hate that out, so buddy. much too. Yeah, I hate right? that whole trope of like, ooh, like trying to act like you hate. It's like, well, because even if it is true, it's like, well, you had something to do with it. Don't act like this lady made you marry her. I couldn't agree. Like you likely asked. Exactly. There was a I point where we went out. That's what I always right? think. Yes. That's what I always think during Borat. You're like, you know what? You you asked to marry that wife. Now you're gonna act like you don't like her. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, what? Like I thought Borat was a real person. My wife. Forget it. Sorry. <laughs> I was being serious. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so that goes down in a way, like, I, it's irrelevant if it's funny or not. Just the fact that, like I said, it's like, don't act like this was a one-sided thing and this lady chained you up and made you marry her. Well, I think there's something about, like, the, the, the like, macho man who's just like, Like, you have to act like you don't like it. and drag, you know? Yeah. It's just like, come right. on, man, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, everything about my life is better because I'm married. You know, like, there's this, like, base and then you build a pyramid it goes up and I think a lot of people have the pyramid upside down like they have this very stable thing but they're trying to build it when you know it's on the right I don't know I like that yeah I love I, that I also get to know women in a different way right. because they don't think I'm trying to like sure hey what's your name hey no totally trust friend. me I yeah. appreciate you that be more a, than an you know actual friend yeah, yeah, yeah. with someone without having to be all lechy oh totally which is nice or you don't have to be like a lot with a lot of comedy nerd dudes it's like I think I'm like oh we're bros and then all of a sudden it's like so we're gonna go on a date right and I'm like oh, what no when Bro. did that happen yeah but that's why this was a whole elaborate thing for me to ask you if you would finally, finally, after all these years. I can't years. say no fast enough. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I was going to ask. No, it's whatever. You're saying. No. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? It's a feed marry me. No. <laughs> all right. It's a... it's a good thing you didn't do this on the Jumbotron or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, true. I think about that, That would too. be bad. You know how there are sometimes where people, a guy does that, and then like, or will do it in a group of people, and the lady will say no? 
And I'm like, no, why would you? You just say yes, and then when you get home, you go, oh, no, I'm not marrying you. But I wasn't going to say no in front of all the oh people. God. Like, the fact that people do that, it's and like, also, have a heart. Say no at the jumbo truck? Yes! that component of just like, you know who I want to witness this special moment between two people? Oh, the entire Everybody. Day. But it's like, you yeah. can just be at a restaurant. Yeah, that's definitely happened where, like, you know, in front of a big group of people, and the lady will say no. And I'm like, oh, you wow. just say, just say yes, and then yeah. later on. I was actually doing an improv show, and there were two actors that were in the improv show, and it was in front of a full house of people, and we were all on stage together, and, and like the director of the show came out and said, well, one of our actors wants to, before we let you all go, I want to ask one more important question, and like he brought her out as if they were doing a scene together. And, Propose in front of everyone. I'm just like, no. did she say? What? Did she say yes? She said yes. She cried the whole thing. Oh wow! The, I guess like the Midwest guy in me was just like, what are you doing? What the fuck yeah, yeah. are you doing? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. What about be? What about um? Being embarrassed. Do people yeah. do that anymore? No, they don't. Do people have problems. Did they ask for like a Did they ask for like a location to get married? To? <laughs> yeah. A gynecologist's office. Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. No, I, I don't know. If we I'm need a relationship. So... Married couple. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Fiance. I don't know. I think there's a happy medium as somebody who has been married and didn't get proposed to. Oh, uh, really? What, what's the story of that? We were just, he was like, hey, we're gonna get married, right? Like, shrug. It was kind of like that. Like, hey, don't you wanna get married? Sure, okay. So, like, we're gonna turn Yeah, exactly. So, uh, there's, real, so there's yeah, gotta yeah, be a class act. Looking back, I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. So, there has to be a happy medium between those two. Okay. But that, I was so young. I was way young, and that was also when I was like, now I'm way more. I think then I was like, I'm cool, I'm cool. I don't need romance because I'm cool. And now I'm like, fuck that, I want romance. Of course. So because now. Cool. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to a roommate. You know, you want to like something you, else cooking. You know? And so now I'm like, you want a roommate. You want a roommate. Hello. Now I'm like, clink wine glasses with me, pull out my chair, all that shit. Hey, maybe let's uh, go to the once in a while, let's uh, stay at a, a hotel in town just because. See, no wonder you're married. So you do it right. Yeah, you know. No wonder a lady would have locked this what? down. What? Yeah. I remember we were doing the, uh, the purple onion. Uh, it's a roadway in. Yeah. Talking like about like, I want a guy that like wears a suit. Yes. And like, I followed, I was the next guy. You were the next guy. You. I think you said something about it. Yeah, you were hosting. Uh, I was like, no, that was Rory Scoble. Yeah. Rory Scoble was hosting. Oh, was and then we were, oh, that's right. It was like a rooftop Remember, thing or something. Rooftop comedy Okay, shows. right, right, right. Yeah, you're that's like, right. And you know, then I was like, like, club where guys yeah. wear suits and, and say like, nice Hi. things to you. And I was like, good news, are in April. Yeah, uh, that's great. That was a fun show. That's true. You were the only guy on that show wearing a suit as well. Yeah, I used to do that a lot. The only guy I mean, was in really class. Thanks, buddy. I don't really do that much anymore. I used to do it when I was on the road more because I didn't want to have another... Like change of clothes. Like, like right. bring the charcoal gray suit, yeah. three shirts, and I was like dialed in for. Then if you have to go to a funeral, you know, on the road. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Someone accepts your wedding invitation. Yeah, I wish someone would die or have a wedding. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm suit. prepared. During the day though, not during my yeah, set. Not at not at night. Can't have one of those night funerals. <laughs> you should bring it back though. You should wear a suit at all times. Yeah. I still wear like if I'm in the should improv, have like, night in the improv or something like or I'm doing like a like a proper gig or yeah, yeah, yeah. a taping especially any oh, taping sure I always wear but like what's the time I like wear a sweater or something you know it's, it's, it's I'm more relaxed now than I used to be I used to just go tell jokes and now I talk talk more about myself a little bit more right so. 
I'm still working yeah. on jokes. Right. <laughs> I'm on the first part. Look at the first part. I'm just basically talking about myself. I'm not talking about myself yet. Great. I think I might add jokes soon. Nah, I wouldn't worry about it. I think that's what people want anyway. I think it's like, called spoken word. personality. And then right. You know. Well, I hope that's all I got, really. Yeah. I saw you were doing something at the, uh, the Crawford Ranch for KPCC. I subscribed to their newsletter. The what now? The Crawford Ranch. The what is that? KPCC. The NPR station. This is like a year ago, two oh, years ago. Oh, might, that might have been when I was on Livewire. It's this thing that tapes in Portland, but I think they play it on my actual radio stations. No, they were advertising you as a comedian. That was appearing at the Crawford Family Forum to talk about like comedy or something. What? I don't even know about long, this. This is a long time ago. How oh. did you appear at it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Actually, I they, they should have told you. Appearing there and performing there. Like, no, yeah. they I didn't tell know. you about the gig. God. That could have been when I did. An, I did an Oscar thing for them. I don't remember the context. I just remember like reading the emails like, hey, good for her. No, I, I think it was. I, the I big think awards. I did an Oscar thing the for them. Sorry, you're gonna get sued. It was when you I won an Oscar. Awards. No, they yeah. did like an Oscar where it was me and this other and Mike Rowe, and we did like a live Oscar thing. Good. I think that was it because it was for that radio station. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Yeah, it was us. It was a big place where they had the Oscars on a big screen and like everybody was there uh, to watch it live and like we like live. Was he wearing a hat? He was not. Ah, how'd you recognize him? He, who, Mike Rowe? Yeah. Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs? No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, is there no, a Mike Rowe Dirty Jobs? No, I know. Yeah, this guy is Mike R-O-E, not R-O-W-E. Oh, no. That guy's kind of hot. He has a butt chin, that guy. I'm into that. Rank your reality show host. I'm into butt chin. Uh, butt chin. What do you say? Huey Lewis has a, the best butt chin. Yeah. Cary Grant, butt chin. Happy to I be stuck with you. Yeah. I'm into butt chins. They're manly. Wow. Bob Hope. <laughs> Bob Hope did not have a butt chin. Did he have a butt chin? I don't think he did. He's got a little butt chin. I don't think he did. No. Matt Damon. Matty Dames, does he have a butt chin? Probably, uh, he's pretty manly. It depends on how, like, seal? he gets. Does Seal have a butt chin? No. No, no, you're not into that? Uh, I thought you yeah. were into Seal. <laughs> what? For some reason, my, uh... Yeah, you used to go on about how much you love Seal, oh, how hot he is, stop. and jealous, jealous of Heidi Klum. Yeah. He's uh, lying into the mic. One time I was at, uh... He said, like, in a world full of people that aren't attracted to Seal, I find that crazy. <laughs> Seal's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, uh, was leaving Paramount or something, and I was walking towards the gate, and just like a door opened up, and it was like, hello, Seal. It was Seal? Did you talk to him? No, I just, I gave him like kind of this knowing look. You held the door open for him? No, 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 he was coming out of the stage. Oh, oh, oh. And I was just happened to be walking towards the gate. Oh. But he he opened the door, and it's like, you know, if there's two people that are just standing there to not acknowledge the other person the same way, so I just kind of like... Hilarious. So what I'm saying also, is, YouTube, I was kissed by like, a rose, right? It would be like a picture and it's negative. He's like the blackest dude ever and you're like the whitest dude ever. It's like totally <laughs> yeah, a picture looking at it's negative. That's my marketing too. The whitest dude ever. Yeah. Did his... I pitch myself to management. Describe yourself. Glad you asked. You have freckles. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did Seal's falcon land on his hand? Because I was before the internet, I heard that, that his face got all scarred up because he's a falcon yeah. trainer. No, he has lupus. I know, but I, but I no. remember before the internet, that was when rumors could still go around. I was like, oh yeah, because he trains wild birds, oh, and okay. they slashed his face. No, get ready for my rumor. Slash it with lupus. This dude, I was slashed. This dude I went out with in high school. He was like, I heard it was because somebody set his face on fire. <laughs> that he like woke up one day and his face was on fire because like somebody broke. <laughs> into his house and set his face up. I like how he woke up he and his face was like, Why else would he just pouring 
on you, you don't wake up. That's you a horrible way to wake up. This is crazy. When I was in high school, that was the rumor, yeah. is that he woke up with his face on fire. Wow. It was said by a jealous Linda Evangelista. Yeah. Did she date him? <laughs> no one could have him. Has he only she, exclusively dated models? I probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Drew Barry. I mean, as soon as he could. As soon as he could date models, he got him. Yeah, I mean, given the option, I mean, aside from most of them being vapid, it seems like a pretty sweet seems option. Seems like a pretty solid move. Pretty solid move. Ask Leo to caps. He knows. Right? Uh, Ask Oscar Pistorius. Oh, oh too soon. No, not soon enough. That's more grim than my cancer talk. No. no, but see, I'm more interested in that than the plane thing. What? Why? Plane, just because I just find that whole thing interesting. A, a dude murdering a lady that happens all the time. But then him acting exactly. like he's all vomiting and all that kind of stuff. You know? But does he's somebody have a, a nickname? This feel like he's cool acting. It's a double amputee. So that's yeah, but it's the Blade Runner, and I don't know. There's a lot of interesting that's aspects to that story. To me, where I think he's such a psychopath and a sociopath oh, yeah. that he can convince himself he didn't do it. I know. So I find that more fast, like fascinating. Well, in both cases, I'm as sure far as news topics go. Oh, of course. Of course they will. It's George Zimmerman. Sure. Hello. <laughs> Current events blender. Let's just throw it in there. He did it. Let's just oh, throw it all in it. there. I think that feels like the perfect I time to end the podcast. Yes. Oh, the blender. Uh, we got to go to the Ukraine. Hey, you want to talk about your website, Twitter, anything? Sure. Where, where can we find you? I'll you, link it all up on the website. Anyway. Mine is just aprilrichardson.com. It has everything you need to know. Wow. My all Twitter is at A-B, A-B-E-Y. Oh, nice and My tight. Twitter is yes. Chip Pope. Chip Pope. Is that I think, Irish Catholic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't really feel more Irish Catholic. I know, right? I mean, that's a, that's a yeah. baseline. It's, he's yeah. the guy. He's the guy. At Irish. Chip Pope. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. No, thanks Thank for watching. Thank you. Oh, awesome. yeah, my pleasure. All right, guys, that was it. Episode 20 of the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Hope you had a good time. Thank you again to April Richardson and Chip Pope for hanging out. Uh, until next week, you know, I roll these out every Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, you can go to grabbinglunch.com to listen to previous episodes. Also, give us a follow on SoundCloud. Love SoundCloud. And big thanks to Ben Fox and everyone over there. They, uh, they do great great stuff so check out soundcloud also we're on itunes stitcher radio uh so find the show there also if you'd like to see uh, any tour dates i have coming up or uh just buy my cd or subscribe to my emailing list any of that stuff it's all at mattknutson.com m-a-t-t-k-n-u-d-s-e-n.com thank you so much for the support we'll see you next week and in the immortal words of russell simmons Thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night.